0: We supposed to get married? I'm gonna just swipe left. I just want somebody to share my life with My overall rule is that you should dress better than you think you should on a first date. You can keep waiting for the fairy tale, or you can get on board with the new rules of relationships. If you watch me on The Drew Barrymore Show, then you know this ain't your mama's love advice. This is Dates and Mates with Damona Hoffman. Hello, lovers. Welcome to the first episode of our Dates and Mates Summer Encore series. Look... Y'all know I have been making this show for a long time. And over the years, I've covered a lot of important topics. We have over 400 episodes of the podcast. And you may be saying, wait a minute, Damona. I only see like 100 episodes of the show. Where are these other 300 episodes? That's because the remaining episodes have been locked away in my vault for VIPs and clients only. Until today. All this summer, I am reaching into the vault to pull out the very best for you. I'm really excited to share this mix of masterclasses and interviews that you wouldn't normally be able to hear so that you can have your best summer ever. Yep, summer is one of the best times for dating. We got barbecues, traveling, outdoor dates, and those summer nights. Sorry, thank you for humoring my karaoke. There's magic in the air is what I'm saying. In fact, it is actually today, the anniversary of my very first date with my husband. And after 15 years of marriage, I can tell you that it just keeps getting better and better. But everything starts with that first date. You've been there before, the anticipation, the curiosity, the feelings, the stress. Yeah, getting through the matching process, then the screening process, it seems tough. But I find that many of my clients worry the most about that first date. They ask me things like, do I Google my match before the date? What do I wear? Where do I go? These are just a few of the questions that I get on the topic of first dates. And that's why I'm kicking off this summer on course series with a masterclass on first dates. I'll tell you why you should not do a video chat before that first meeting. I'll tell you seven great date suggestions and much, much more, but in all seriousness, COVID is still a thing. So please take that into consideration when listening to these suggestions. And if you need more insights on dating safely in pandemic times, you can refer back to my recent dating health update episode with Dr. James after listening to this one. All right, lovers, without further ado, it's time for my Summer Encore Series Masterclass on First Dates. Are you ready for a deep dive on first dates? First dates are the foundation of every great relationship. The tone and the rules you set at the beginning will follow you into the relationship or squash the potential for one to develop. So the way you prepare for a first date, the way you show up on a first date, then your follow-through after the first date are all crucial to your dating success. You'll notice that I said prepare for a first date. And that's because your success or failure actually begins before the date even starts. And producer Leah has some of the most common questions that I get asked about first dates, which will guide us through this masterclass, Leah. Amanda from Twitter asks, should I Google my date before I go? Mm. Well, if you're meeting someone off of a dating app, someone who's a total stranger, then I would say, yes, but don't overdo it. You're going to do a Google search. Just remember that all you're looking for is whether there's enough interest and curiosity to go on a first date. You're not looking to see if he's going to be your future husband. You're not looking to see if your mother would love him. You're not trying to find out his exact salary or lists of assets. You're only looking for red flags, okay? Remember that, Amanda. Just red flags. Do the things that he's told you line up with what you found online? And if the answer is yes, you need to move into the next phase of pre-screening. So that brings me to the call. And before you put in the in the comments or <laughs> send me a review saying, Damona, you're so old fashioned, who uses the phone for a phone call anymore? I have found that the one thing that really separates my clients from people that get ghosted or are disappointed with their first dates is that I encourage my clients to do a brief phone call before they get to the date. It's important to hear the person's voice. And I know most people only text before the date now, but if you're doing this, you're missing a key element of the pre-screen. Speaking to someone on the phone can give you a sense of their demeanor. And whether or not you'd be able to have enough to talk about on a first date, have some chemistry for the first date, have some curiosity for the first date. And it will give you a chance to make sure that you are seeing and hearing what is in their profile accurately. So you can ask them a couple questions about their profile and get clarity on anything that you think could be a red flag. So here's an example if he says, I'm really into. Travel and you ask him about his trip to Italy, which is in his pictures, or uh, the most recent trip that he went on, and he doesn't have any details or any specifics, that might be a red flag. A lot of times people say that they're really into certain activities. He might say, Oh, I love snowboarding. And yet you find out on the phone, maybe he's been snowboarding once or twice. If you're really into snowboarding, and he just said it so that he would seem more interesting, then that could be a red flag in realizing that you are not a match. So how long should that first phone call be? Only about 20 minutes or less. You just want to spend enough time to get a sense of the person but not so much time that you ruin the opportunity to get to know them on a first date. The first date is really where all the magic and chemistry happens. And I've been told so many times with all of my dating strategies that it feels unromantic. You know, all of the, all of the messaging recommendations and the algorithms and all of that stuff that I talk about in previous episodes of Dates and Mates, that it's sort of unromantic doing all of that. And this, the first date, is the place where the romance can really blossom and begin. So don't rob yourself of that. Give yourself the best chance at dating success. The next thing I'm asked after I tell people to do a call is, well, what about a video chat? And a lot of people now are either doing Skype or FaceTime before the date as their checkout. Okay, here's the problem with this, friends how often do you get on a video chat and prepare yourself the same way you would for a first date? How often are you doing your hair and your makeup and wearing the right things and having good lighting and not in between other other activities that you're running from one to the other or you know with your kids or whatever? How often does that happen? Not very often. So my rule for a video chat is if you have the ability to meet face-to-face quickly, I don't recommend doing a video chat. People say, well, then I'll get a better sense of the person and then I'll know if I should go out with them or not. But you have to remember the other person is also gathering information about you and whether they want to see you again. So if you don't put your best foot forward in that video chat, that's your first impression. You don't get a second chance to make it. And you have to really be mindful of the way that you're presenting yourself to somebody the first time. So if you are geographically close to them or you you have the ability to meet them soon, I really don't recommend a video chat. If you're meeting someone who's far away and I have a lot of clients that have started in long distance relationships and then met someone sometimes a few states away, sometimes in another country and it's worked out. I have many clients now who have moved countries for love or had a spouse do the same. And it does work. And in those situations, you have to do the video chat because it's the next best thing to being face-to-face. And it's the next step for that person if they are not geographically close to you. But what you need to do if you're going to video chat for your first date, you want to set it up the same way that you would an actual face-to- face date. You get dressed properly like you would if you were meeting them. You set a time, not just like, oh, call me tonight. Say, let's let's have a video chat date at eight. Date at eight. And then you are really making this something special and you're you're carving out the time, each of you, to show up for one another. And just keep in mind that if, if you are going to do the video chat you know, just saying, call me whenever and starting the video chat at like 10 p.m., that won't make you or your date feel special. That won't bring the best energy into the date. So really ask yourself, what is the next step for me here? If you are preparing for the first date and you're thinking, I need to know more about this person, ask yourself, am I going to get the most information from texting them, from a phone call or from a video chat and go from there? Demona, we actually get a lot of questions about what to wear on a first date. My overall rule is that you should dress better than you think you should on a first date. We have to get rid of this idea of, I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard. Look, science shows that you have seven seconds to make your first impression, seven seconds to put your best foot forward. And If you don't do that, if you're not putting your best foot forward, you're already playing catch up before you open your mouth, before you actually connect with that person. Why would you set yourself up for a challenge from the beginning? Put your best foot forward. So, as you're deciding what to wear, there are a few things you need to consider. First, where are you going? What is the atmosphere? What is the tone like? Obviously, you don't want to wear a black tie if you're going to a barbecue, okay? So dress appropriately for the venue and then really figure out what activities you might be doing. Will you be walking? Will you be going somewhere else so that you can be versatile? I tell you, nothing is worse than wearing like five-inch heels and then he says, oh, I wanted to do a walk on the beach or I'll talk about appropriate first date venues in a minute. But if you can't walk in those shoes and he had this whole plan of you were going to go somewhere else and he has to practically carry you or hear you complaining to get there, again, you're not setting yourself up for success. Also think about what time of day will it be? Will you be sweating? Oh my God, like check for pit stains. If you have something that you know you sweat in, you're going to be sweating. Biologically, you're going to have adrenaline running through your body. Your endorphins are going to be firing. You're gonna sweat on a date. So think about the environment that you're going into and really dress for for comfort, but also dress For success, like you need to be present on the first date and you need to make your best first impression. Okay, we have another question. Orion from Instagram asks, What's a good thing to do on a first date? Dinner, drinks? I'm glad you asked, Orion. And before I tell you where to go on a first date, I first have to ask you how long you think an ideal first date would be. Is it two hours? Is it three hours? Is it overnight? Mm -hmm. No, it's not overnight. You know that that's not it. But the ideal length for a first date is one hour. Yep. One hour, 90 minutes, maybe, maybe 90 minutes if you're really vibing. And I'll tell you why. There's two major reasons for this. One You aren't yourself on a first date. No matter how charming and present you are, you're still not your authentic, 100% true self on a first date. The nerves involved with meeting someone the first time often lead us to say things that might be a little uncharacteristic for us. You're trying to impress them. You're trying to build the chemistry We blurt things out that we otherwise might not say. And remember, your date is constantly evaluating you to determine if they should go out with you again. And one slip up is all that it takes to get crossed off the next date list. So if you minimize the time on that first date, you give yourself a better chance to make a great impression because within that finite amount of time, you're still ideally your best self. The second reason is that you don't wanna wear out your welcome. So here, do something for me now, everybody. Think about a date you had in the last year. Okay, what parts of the date do you remember most? Do you know what topics you talked about? Do you know how they answered certain questions? Do you remember your first impression? Chances are the most vivid parts of the date in your memory are going to be the beginning and the end right? So think, think back, think back to that last first date. You probably remember the first moment you saw them and how you ended the date, right? Everything else, you might remember a couple little questions and a little, a little bit about maybe what you ate or what you saw together. But overall, those are the two moments that are going to stick with you most. And the energy of a date it really goes in a bell curve. So the high point, well, I guess what a reverse bell curve. The high point is going to be the beginning and then you'll also have a high point at the very end. But in the middle, the energy can get a little bit low. And the longer that you stretch it out, the harder it is to get the energy back up to a high point. And the last memory you leave the date with is going to impact whether or not they want to see you again. So the shorter the date, the more likely the energy will remain high and that person will feel like the energy is almost ending in the middle. Like, oh, we were having a great time and then the date ended. Well, what do we have to do next? We have to have a second date. And they want that energy to continue. They might not even know why. But I'll tell you, a lot of unsuccessful daters and people who come to me at first saying, I never get a second date, I find that they are overstaying their welcome on the first date. And that just leaves the potential for remembering the low point or feeling like we ran out of topics to discuss, right? That's happened to you, I'm sure. But if you had ended it at 90 minutes or even one hour, there would have been so much more left for discovery. Well, while we're talking about dates, Sean from Instagram asks, what's a good place for a first date? Everyone wants me to tell them, what should I do on a first date, Damona? And I can't tell you exactly what to do, but I can tell you what not to do. And there's one thing that is a terrible, terrible first date idea. What is it? Pop quiz. What's the worst first date? It's dinner. I know you're questioning You're questioning me now, but stay with me for a minute. First dates really should never be dinner dates. How many dinner dates have you had that lasted an hour or less? And how many times have you been stuck on what felt like a never ending dinner date when you determined 20 minutes earlier that you didn't even want to see that person again, right? Plus a dinner date, feels more like an interview than drinks or even coffee. Coffee is a great first date. And remember, you don't have to have coffee or tea in At 10 in the morning, you could have a coffee date in the afternoon. You could find a place, and it doesn't have to be Starbucks. I love Starbucks though. It doesn't have to, but they're not paying for the show. Uh, It doesn't have to be Starbucks. You could find a local coffee house that has some music or that has a vibe, and that could be a great one hour first date. The other thing to consider is body positioning and proximity. The way you position yourself to your date really matters. So if you're positioned on the same side of the table or you're like next to them, that is better than being across from them and having a big old table separating the two of you. Being in closer proximity automatically builds the connection by placing you close enough to touch one another, should it come to that, and also to make good eye contact but not feel like it's an interview where you're staring across at the other person and there's nowhere else that you can look. When you're kitty corner or say at a round table, you can look out as well and you can can comment on the things that you see. So all the pressure isn't on you and sharing your history and asking great questions. Set yourself up for success. You're gonna hear me say this a couple times in this episode. Stack the deck in your favor and just being in a different body positioning really could help impact the chemistry on your dates. All right, I will help you. I will give you seven fun first date ideas for the summer. So here, get your pen and paper ready. I'm going to give you seven date ideas. So you can't say anymore, I don't know what to do on a first date, Damona, because I'm gonna give you seven ways that you can have a more fun first date. You ready? Number one, a picnic outdoors. This is more casual and more comfortable than a restaurant dinner and usually more fun, also a little bit more economical. You can go to a park and, and notice what's happening around you. You can comment on the people and the sights and the views and just make sure it's a well-trafficked place so you're not in a secluded location with a stranger. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to make you smart and educated and informed and then go have a good time. Or number two, take a hike. You don't want to hike with a picnic basket probably, but maybe after the picnic or before the picnic or separately from the picnic, you can go on a hike. You can go to a nature spot with someone. And then remember I was talking earlier about endorphins. You are getting your heart rate up. Your endorphins are being released and that actually can build chemistry on a first date. Number three, play a game. Pool, mini golf, Dave and Busters. I could go on. Bowling kind of tough because one of you is always bowling while the other person is sitting and you can't really talk while you're both bowling. But anything else, like any other game, is carefree. It makes you feel nostalgic. makes you feel like a kid again. It's light. It's friendly. You don't have to get so serious on the first dates. Try playing a game. Number four, a live performance. We've become so accustomed to just sitting in a dark theater and you know, if a dinner date isn't good, a movie date is terrible. Sitting in a theater next to someone that you don't know and you can't talk to them. But during a live performance, a lot of times during the summer, you know, these summer festivals, outdoor shows, you can talk, you can dance, you can have a great time. Try that this summer. And while we're talking about festivals, what about a street festival, carnival, a fair? You can usually find music, entertainment, rides, games, all for less than you would spend on a dinner date. Or number six, happy hours. Many bars extend happy hours hours <laughs> during the summer or or even extend them to the weekend. So try out a festive bar or restaurant, maybe one with menu items that you've always wanted to try, but now you can try them at half the cost. And then it's cheaper and it's earlier in the evening. So it takes a little bit of the pressure off of the first date. Because remember, how long are you staying? Just one hour. So happy hour is easy to kind of get in and get out and leave the energy high in the anticipation for the second date. Or number seven, meet for ice cream. Who doesn't love a cool cone on a hot day? Plus, you could walk. You could get your ice cream on the go and walk. And I talked about the endorphins. I talked about being able to sightsee, see other people, comment on other people and things that you see on the walk. Try that and you can have a more fun and interesting and energetic first date over the summer than any kind of dinner date or certainly any kind of movie date. There you go. Seven ideas. Seven ideas. If you're new to the show and you want more dating help from me, head over to datesandmates.com. There you will find the free profile starter kit that will get your dating profile refreshed and get you on your way to more dates this season. Signing up will also add you to the mailing list for future events, content, and trainings. And we have some cool things coming up later this summer that you won't want to miss. So make sure you get on the list at datesandmates.com. Speaking of datesandmates.com, I also have more goodies there to help you out. If you want more first date guidance, check out my first date starter kit, which includes an audio lesson on where to find new dates and my seven simple steps for a flawless first date workbook. Say that one five times fast. (laughs) That's all available now under the dating help tab at datesandmates.com. Do you love this summer love series? Are you a hardcore dates and mates lover? Then leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so we know which episodes you love so we can make more like that. I hope you enjoyed episode 418 of Dates and Mates. If you found this masterclass helpful, let me know. And if you know a friend who could use some of these tips, and I think you'll know who I'm talking about, share the show with them so that they can have a hot girl summer or a sexy guy summer too. I want to answer your questions. You can send them to me. It's going down in the DMs on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. DM them to me at Damona Hoffman. You could hear them answered on a future episode or even right there on Instagram. You can also text me or call me with your question at 424-246-6255. We'll be back next Tuesday with a summer encore of one of my favorite favorite guest interviews, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. You've seen her as one of the love experts on Married at First Sight. Their new season launches this week, and we are going to peek into the vault to hear her guidance on keeping your relationship spicy and sexy. Until then, I wish you happy dating.